theoretically possible. Why waste time? It doesn't make any sense. Discovery Houston, press to ATO. What's up, everybody? Hello, Quinn. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm very, very good. This is, I I think you think this is an easy topic, but I actually think that we're going to get pretty deep on this. And then I think all of a sudden it's going to be, I don't even know where it's going to go. I'm excited about it. I am too. So the question that we have chosen to discuss today is, does every single person on earth have one characteristic about them that we admire? I know that's a lot. And so I'll just, I'll just start to tell you, my wife said, yeah, I think so. But I'm going to challenge that because there's a lot of people on earth. There's a lot of people that I would say qualify for us to say like, yeah, I admire this about them. Mm -hmm. I might not like the person, but I admire this about them. But is that everyone or some people just, there's some bad in them and there's nothing I admire about them. Mm. That's a, it is interesting. Right. So why don't we just start off with easy. Like what is, name someone, anyone, and I'll try to see if I can tell you something I admire about them. And it could be, just give me an easy softball right now because, you know, there's a lot of great people out there. And sometimes there's a lot of things I admire about people. Yeah, that's true. How about Melinda Gates? Melinda Gates sounds so easy. I I gave you a softball. You asked for a softball. That's not even a softball. That's like a... Dude, that's a T-ball, dude. John Button's up to bat. Here we go. Melinda Gates is incredible because of her uh, dedication to making the world a better place by honestly enhancing those uh, in difficult circumstances, enhancing their life uh, for the better, making everyone's life just a little bit better because if they can do it in places where they have significant need, it makes a huge amount of, I mean, how do you quantify impact? But in my opinion... It makes a significant amount of impact versus enhancing someone's life who's already got it pretty well. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. So that was a good one. So I'll give you one and I'm going to give you a little bit of a challenging one. Okay. What about the, uh, let's, let's go with some, something. What about Eminem? Oh, the rapper? The rapper. What do you admire about Eminem? Oh, well, I, I think he's a lyrical genius, honestly. Yeah. I think that he, yeah, I would say that the thing I admire most about him is how, um, words just come out of his, from his brain out. Like I wish so badly I could do that. And hmm. I'm sure people, you know, whoever listens to this regularly, we don't edit this. No. So we do allow you to hear, you know, kind of the, um, the Raw. rawness of, yep. of a conversation. And in a way it's helping both of us realize that we do have conversational ticks and everyone has them. Right. And mm-hmm. But I think that part of those ticks come with, almost overthinking what you're about to say or being insecure about what you're actually saying. And in a moment where, you know, like Eminem is asked to just freestyle, Mm -hmm. that is amazing. That is just him processing and saying things so quickly in his brain. I think that's beautiful. Now, of course, some of the things that he's rapped about hasn't, you know, they haven't really been all that nice you know about some things they've been controversial (laughs) but you know sometimes they are they are positive you know they're kind of calling out what's wrong with society or what's wrong with an industry or whatever you know so i think that in a way we kind of um i don't know we 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 tend to try to put someone in a category and Mm. i think that's a, a not a very 
actually realistic way of understanding who someone really is. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's also a father and he's actually mm-hmm. really, he's very sweet, you know, with his yeah. daughter is obviously there's a lot of love there. So I admire him though, probably most, at least in my mind of just, you know, I think that there's also a lot that comes with fame that is really ugly mm-hmm. and I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. I've never wanted to ever be famous because I really love my privacy. I don't really want to hear about, you know, I don't want to hear criticisms from people who don't actually know me just based right. on something I've created. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's hard. It's hard to do that. And I think that people handle it in lots of different ways. Yeah. Um, but also, I mean, one thing that he went through also was like having to figure out how to, how to get sober. And I think mm-hmm. that people make mistakes when they're yeah. younger too, but there is something with him that I think is uniquely talented in terms of freestyling improvisation and being able to just like beautifully tie words together Yeah. in a way that I don't know of anyone else who can really do it as as well as him yeah he, he's quite the artist to yeah. say the least but he actually now the more i thought about him while you're t- talking about him i i realized that he actually has made quite a significant positive impact i mean his music's been all over the world there's a few of his songs that kind of help individuals through perhaps anger management or feeling depressed yeah and maybe having some type of suicidal thoughts and i think that even though it may not be like the typical way that we view one should go about learning about anger management or how to get more in touch with your own feelings. Yeah. It is, it has been very effective and that's why he's been so successful is by being able to connect with so many people globally. Yeah. But through his artistic talent. Yeah. Well, anger is a real emotion. We all felt, we've all felt before we feel continually Mm -hmm. and, and how do you actually, deal with that is a really difficult thing yeah. to figure out, I think, right. for someone. But to just completely ignore the fact that anger is real, yeah, you know, I think has some detrimental effects that he's highlighted of mm-hmm. just like, hey, I, I see you, especially when you're, I mean, who really thinks about, you know, the angry white man in Detroit who's mm-hmm. like living in poverty? Like, I think he really highlighted that as like, that's a real thing that in America exists, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so, you bringing know. Bringing that to light. Bringing that to light was, you know, in a way, a positive thing for us yeah. all to be more aware of. I 100% agree. I remember Eight Mile was an eye-opening movie for me. It really was. It was very, very uh, fascinating. I really enjoyed it a lot. And I hope that a lot of other people connected with too. Also, Oscar winner. Congratulations, yeah. Eminem. Oh, yeah, he is. That's crazy. Yeah. So, in general, I think that we can confidently say that we can find something we admire about people. But some people are kind of like villains, you mm. know. And that's where it gets really difficult. Yeah. But I don't, I don't even know if I want to get too specific on individuals, but they're here. Let's just go with the broad term of there have been some leaders in the world, many of which could be defined as dictators yeah. or, you know, very forceful and perhaps in many uh, examples, very greedy. Yeah. But the truth is a lot of those leaders, they got to their position because they were very effective leaders. Yeah. They were very successful at, I don't even want to say climbing the ladder. I mean, tech, sometimes they didn't even have to climb the ladder. They just got there. Yeah. And being able to lead a massive group to do something that your, your vision, you know, making your vision real by yeah. bringing people together. That's something that is really difficult and only a few people in the existence of planet Earth have really done something of that level of, you know, hey, we're going to 
send all of you to go to war or, hey, we're going to fight for this or protect ourselves from this, you know? And so in those situations, it is kind of weird for me to say it, but like, yeah, I do admire their leadership. Now, how did they, what their vision was, that's where it's like really horrible, like the worst thing ever. But sometimes I have to say, like, I do say, like to my, to bottom of my heart, I really believe that like, it is really difficult to be a top level leader. And there are individuals who sometimes lead for negative reasons. But I have to say that I really think that it's impressive. I won't necessarily, I, I definitely don't admire these individuals, but I admire their ability to be effective leaders. Yeah, well, they obviously had a vision that connected with people and they have mm-hmm. the ability to galvanize people, yeah, like yeah. kind of bring them together and with one message. Right, yeah. And that could be done through, you know, audio, just like giving really, I mean, I think a lot, we, d- we don't really... Um, give so much credit to people back in the day before we had internet or anything like Mm -hmm. that. We had just like radio and TV and whatnot. The, the, a talent of giving a powerful speech, it still holds true today. Absolutely. But especially back then when you were hearing, you know, like Winston Churchill on the radio, Mm -hmm. like, you know, that was like, there was a reason why he, his voice brought people to the radio, right? right? Like they would gather around in their house for Mm -hmm. that. The same is true for, unfortunately, like you were saying, dictators like Hitler or Mussolini, yeah. like where, what, how did that happen? How did all of a sudden people galvanize around them? You know, yeah. I think we miss that because we're just like that. They're so bad. Yeah. Right. And, and they are, that's yeah. not, I mean, the, 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 absolutely. There's no argument there, yeah. but just trying to understand the human of how they got to where they are and, yeah. and why, Yeah. you know, um, it also, I think shows a lot about other humans and their right. need to actually have someone to lead them. That's an interesting point too. Like, yeah, it's interesting. You brought those examples. I, I was also thinking like Daniel Ortega, the yeah. president of Nicaragua. Nicaragua yeah. How the heck did he get in that position? I, I kind of understand how he's been able to keep that position and that's unethical as heck because yeah. you know, you're, you're basically manipulating the elections but how the heck do you even get to the top? I mean, it's just been like so many different things that had to come together for him to be in the type of position to say, I'm now your leader and people to follow and push through and fight for you. Yeah, yeah. That well, is crazy. It is. Well, another thing too, when we were living there is the big campaign was really focused on young people who didn't remember the past. Right. Right. So that, that, was a, that was a strategy. So yeah. it's like, is it a strategic move? Is it the people around them that actually ended up making that happen? You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's necessarily the person. We like to really tie mm. all these things to one person. Yeah. But I actually do think it's hard I mean, obviously a single person who is the leader obviously has some certain abilities that makes them, you know, good to be the representative leader. But I don't think that the leader is the only one who's really pushing movements like that forward. Right. right? There's a lot of other people around who are really talented, too, in their Mm -hmm. own thing. And you surround yourself with people who know how to do stuff better than you. But Uh, this is interesting. Yeah, because this question goes so much more beyond just people that we hate that we're still trying to find something that we admire about them yeah because there's also the people who were like what are you doing with your life mm. and there's still something about them that maybe we have a sense of like admiration for yeah well i i think actually we had a conversation the other day on the beach i think we were walking back home actually and 
you know, we were just saying, I don't know, we reflect a lot on like, you know, where are we at right now? Why mm-hmm. are we doing the things that we want to do? You know, yeah. like who are we really trying to connect with, you know, in person after this pandemic is over and also right. even with our podcast and mm-hmm. what we're doing. And, you know, we talked about, um, you know, those individuals, I mean, people would call it, consider them like hippies because they lived together in a commune in Nicaragua yeah. and they <laughs> ended up leaving their commune for like their break. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought <laughs> up this conversation. Yeah. I, I so it now. it's really interesting actually, because, you know, when, when you think about like who is out there, like who just completely left the world that they were in, you know, maybe it's a Western world like Canada or US yeah. and they gave all that up to go and live somewhere else. Yeah. And these guys did for yeah. uh, guys and gals together, yep. left everything and they don't make money. They just work on the commune that they all share the food that they grow and they cook <laughs> and all that stuff. And that's definitely not something that John and I are very much interested in. No. Well, we unfortunately experienced in a negative way because like they were transitioning back into society, I yeah. would say. And unfortunately they're transitioning as we were like traveling around and we shared a kitchen yeah. and all of a sudden I'd come home and like my lettuce would be gone and they'd be yeah. like, Oh, well, don't worry. I'm going to get you more lettuce. It's like, that's like, not how the world actually works. <laughs> you yeah. have to like, add, you know, and so there are those like things, but I think that, okay, so if we wanted to really break down, cause there were some really kind of weird moments with them that yeah. we were like, this is, these are definitely not our people, they, but here they are out traveling and we're yeah. meeting them because of this, right? Yes. Cause we live out here. And I think a lot of our listeners know these the, they have someone who they've interacted with that's For sure. in that category. And I would say their mentality is like, F the man. We're not going to no. be involved in corporate society. Capitalism is yeah. ruining everything. Mind. Free your mind. You yeah. know, connect with the earth, which, okay. So I what are the things that I, that. so what are the things that I admire about it? Well, I do admire the fact that you are really just using like, you're, you're working and you're coming together and you're just basically using the resources around. You're not trying to overuse any okay. resources. So, so that, I think that's that was, a cool that thing. A good one. I wouldn't say that was too much of a stretch. You, that's not too much of a stretch. You appreciate the sustainability in their lifestyle. I do. You know, like yeah. bringing together to create their own version of a utopia. We're all equal type of system. Yeah. Well, I do admire that because that's something that's really difficult to do in modern world. Right. I agree with that. I mean, if you and I wanted to go get food, we'd just go down the street to the store, you know, and like buy it from Walmart, which is like everything against what they believe in. Right. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) (laughs) I think that I admire their sustain, the sustainability of their lifestyle, but I do also admire the fact that they actually, took the risk and they left, you know, mm-hmm. like they, they really kind of, even though their core values and mission of their own life maybe doesn't necessarily align with mm-hmm. mine. I do th- admire the fact that they just went out and they did their own thing. Cause that's difficult to do. Yeah. It's difficult. Especially to, alone. Yeah. Like, you know, they went as yep. a single individual. Like, I think that I'm connecting with this place. I don't know. I don't even know how they find it. Yeah. Do they have website? Cause that wouldn't, and that wouldn't connect with their whole mission and everything, yeah. but perhaps they do. And they found it and they were like, I'm going to go live there for a month and I'm going to experience the utopian life that I fantasize of. Yeah. And I think that taking that step is something that would be very scary. And yeah. I admire those individuals that are pursuing it and they're pursuing it to better understand themselves as well. So that is something that I admire, but it's definitely not at all what I would like to replicate or yeah. pursue in my own Well, path. no. And, and, and there were some annoying times where I'm like, you know, working on the computer in the main area <laughs> and they're like, what are you, what are you learning? What are you studying right now? And I'm like, oh, I'm just the financial market and <laughs> investing we in stocks and stuff. Yeah. And, and he was like, oh, that's just complete waste of your time. I'm like, Ugh. 
I, I really, I'm not looking for advice from you right yeah. now, you know, but I think that what you're asking really at the heart is like, yeah, there is something I, I do believe that there's probably something we can admire about almost everyone. Now, yeah. I mean, I don't really necessarily want to get too dark of like, you know, like serial killers and stuff like that. I think that is like, there are, there is darkness in the world yeah, where you can't, yeah. re- there's really not much you can say mm-hmm. that you admire about a human who is just trying to basically ruin mm. human lives. Yeah. You know, like it gets, it, that's where it gets really, really difficult because sometimes they did that to pursue their mission or yeah. their dream. And it's like, well, but their dream was rotten from the start. Yeah. So can you really say that you admire them? Maybe admire is just too generous of a, of a term of a word yeah yeah and ma- maybe it needs to be like there's certain things that i i don't know what's a what's a more harsh term but like i, I respect that they're they were leaders or i, I respect that i don't they, know if respect is it either yeah, i don't know i don't know but i mean i even think about okay so we we oftentimes you know talk about like the culture of like you know like the influencer culture mm-hmm. and stuff like that and how detrimental that kind of has become also to yeah. um individuals but you know the influencer uh, industry and, and culture didn't like come from out of the blue. Obviously mm-hmm. there's a lot of money to be made in that. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think one of the, one of the, I don't know, groups of individuals who a lot of people point to in terms of like, you know, the influencer economy are like the Kardashians. Right. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if you were going to go that route, go ahead. Yeah. So <laughs> I'd like to hear your thoughts on like, you know, what are maybe, because there's so much criticism for them. Like they they don't do they just, it's all about the looks. They've yeah. kind of perpetuated this, like, you know, idealization of like a fake kind of a beauty, you mm-hmm. know, that is like not realistic. And, yeah, and, and it could be argued that that what they're doing is creating more harm than benefit. Right. That's, that's debatable. That's that debatable. is debatable. And the other thing for every person that hates them, there's a lot of people that love them too. Yep, exactly. So it may not be that difficult of a, of a individual to pick for me because I think it's very obvious how successful they are based on how influential they are. And they've really, as, as a unit, I don't know if we're picking a single individual, but as a unit, they've really created a incredible business empire. They really have. And I would say like, that's the thing I, I respect the most about them is really they, it, maybe they started off by just having their lives filmed and they were yeah. just not really doing very much. But even then they took that opportunity and they ran with it. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've been on TV for how, how long? Seasons? Like no, so many crazy. seasons now. So I don't know. I think that, you know, I also watched this video recently about like the influencer, you know, economy. And I think they were more focusing on YouTube about like how some people are really using sex, mm. like going to the bottom of like really using, you know, females, like, whether it's like they're doing a prank, you know, with females and and whatnot and, or their cells, sex cells. Right. So it gets clicks. It does. And so the the whole argument was like, like why, if you're using your platform, you have all of these millions of views, you know, subscribers and whatnot. Think about who those people are. They're most of the time they're kids, they're young. So like, Mm. what are you doing? You know, okay. It's great that you achieve this level where people are actually watching what you're doing, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, maybe be a little bit more thoughtful it about is, what you're putting out there and why. Yeah, it's an interesting point that you're bringing up because the one could argue that we currently don't know what the long-term effects are. We don't. Of, you know, them using a clickbait title with an image that gets younger individuals to yeah. click on it. And we don't even, in all honesty, we don't even know the age range of those individuals that are clicking on it too. Yeah. But... You know, the, I think 
in, in, in the term sex sells is, is holding true in today's society on social media and it is getting people to click on it. And therefore, is that something that we should say you shouldn't do prior to us understanding the full spectrum of what's going on right. or understanding what harm is being created or I don't know, like, is it possible that maybe there's some good being created out of it too? Maybe. maybe. I mean, I, I think one could definitely argue, you know, like women posting their their bodies and whatnot is kind of them reclaiming their own like sexuality. Like this is yeah. me and I can be like this because it's my body. I don't really care. That's interesting. But, yeah. you know, that's, that's one way of, I guess, kind of seeing it. But I think really it, this is all very much, I think, this is very much a human experiment, like mm-hmm. all of social media. And yeah. it's not going to, we're not going to fully understand. I mean, if you're, if you're thinking about sex sells, like, and we're, we're critiquing, you know, YouTubers using clickbait. I mean, how, for how long has Hollywood used sex yeah. to sell? Yeah. You know, I mean, what are we, where are we really drawing the line of like this? We know that like, <laughs> we know that that does, it, yeah. it goes a lot to our brain and how our brain reacts to certain things. Right. right yep. And, um, the algorithms know that also. So, um, especially if the algorithm is really tailoring to make sure that your attention is held onto their platform as long as possible. They're mm-hmm. going to want to put those things out there because that's going to make you want to stay on longer. Mm. That's a, this, this could be an ongoing debate because at what point is it that we know what the long-term effects are prior to them actually being really bad long-term effects? Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Even if there's multiple scientific studies that say, that it's going to, you know, this is going to harm an individual as they go through adulthood. Yeah. It still could be argued and debated many times that we actually don't know this. And yeah. there may be scientific articles that go against it. But what's the point in which change occurs? I mean, that that's like global warming, too. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I hate when people are looking at it and they're like, look, there's many articles saying that it could be a good thing. Like, we could use it. And it's like, dude... I don't know. I don't know what, do we just have to learn? Do we just have to wait until it's all bad and then we learn from it? I mean, we're getting a little bit off topic, but at the same time, I do think that like it it gets difficult if we're looking at a current individual and what their positive or negative effect has been on society currently. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think that we're really grappling with a lot of the things that have happened you know, in the fifties. Yeah. It's easy to do historical ones, (laughs) but when we're looking at the ones that are going on right now, like living people, that one gets a little bit, you know, it can't, it can get a little blurry. Well, yeah. And I mean, I think we obviously glorify these entrepreneurs who created these platforms because they are making so much money, Mm -hmm, right? Like, okay. Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, like Facebook actually started as a, as a way to like rate, you know, women basically online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, why did, why was that a successful endeavor that people really wanted to be on at first that crashed the Harvard network? Yeah. That was well, his first little endeavor that yeah. he did at Harvard and was, it was wrong. But <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, like, okay, so, so Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook is now like, you know, exalted as like one of the like most successful companies that yeah. have come out in modern era, right? Entrepreneur, hero or villain. Well, and that's the question, right? We all know the effects that it had on elections and it continues to have on elections around the world. We have 
an issue of misinformation. We have a lot of Mm -hmm. these things. And these were not consequences that anyone really knew were going to happen when that was first started. And I mean, when I'm walking around and I see kids, like little kids, just on a phone constantly, I don't even know what they're doing. They're probably playing a game or something. Mm. You got to remember, like these kids are getting access to these little computer devices, like in a form of a tablet or a phone at such an early age. It is obviously super important that, you know, I guess the parents protect the kids from what they're able to actually look at. But I just think that, you know, when it comes to companies and the person who who, who founded that company, That's where it really gets, you know, it's hard. It's yeah. it's really, th- this question is a nuanced question. I think it, it really stems in down into the root of like humans are nuanced mm-hmm. too. I mean, there are good and bad in all of us. Yeah. And there are certain things that we may really respect. I mean, I respect Mark Zuckerberg for like, I can't even believe this company. He probably can't even believe the yeah. amount of influence he now has on this world. But right? the unintended consequences. But there are unintended consequences. Yeah. So if it's unintended, does that mean that it's something that we should, you know, look down upon because it wasn't with intention. Mm. I mean, will we ever know if it was with intention? I mean, sometimes I think we can make sense of it, but other times if it's an unintended consequence, I mean, is that kind of like a, a pass to being not guilty, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I think, you know, and there are like laws and regulations that like have ripple, ripple effects for generations to come, you know, like mm-hmm. the Supreme Court right now, the, their rulings in the next however many years that they're all in is going to have significant ramifications for generations to come in terms right. of lots of different things. Same, same things like in the 50s, you know, during the civil rights movement when there were certain like kind of laws where or no laws for people to actually discriminate against someone whether or not they could buy a house that has had ripple effects even today so uh, you know and who are those people the real estate agents who are being discriminatory like do i respect them no like Mm -hmm. why are you doing that but that was a part of society that was something that was like pretty well accepted that we don't agree with at all today that should not ever exist yeah but that happened that mm-hmm. had that happened in our parents lifetime yeah. like and that is still having effects today yeah. so i think you know i don't know i think we like to exalt certain individuals and we like to put down other individuals mainly because we like to categorize and we not we like clarity like is this mm-hmm. a, good, a person a good person or is this a, per, a bad person yeah. but i think no matter what the rise to you know whether it's a big, you know, like you're a really amazing leader, right. you know, that you ended up, you know, leading a country or a company or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's, it comes down to who you are, your characteristics and who your value, what your values really are. Right. Yeah. I think, I think this conversation has actually evolved from saying, is there something that we admire about everyone to is everyone, does everyone have something that we admire about them? And does everyone also have something that we don't like? about them whatever the opposite of admiring is yeah. that we're just like you know pushing ourselves we, we were like we got to get away from that that's not good yeah. and i think as we're reflecting on entrepreneurs business leaders all these different types of individuals we are recognizing that you shouldn't just want to be like one individual or you shouldn't just hate one individual maybe there's more to it getting to know them and there's probably something that you're going to like about them and there's probably something that you won't like about them exactly i think and i think that's an important thing to like really when you're trying to when someone's saying hey believe me and only me because i'm a leader and i'm in this position i also think mm-hmm. interestingly enough about like the catholic church right yeah like there are certain people in a leadership position who can take advantage of their power and that's not good right. how do they get yeah. to that point and it's okay for us to kind of like 
think about, okay, well, this person is a leader in this church. Well, mm-hmm. that means that person would never do anything wrong. Well, yeah. that's, you know, there's yeah, been, yeah, there's no, been there's r- ramifications of, yeah. of people who just instinctively just say, I'm going to assume this person's good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All, that, that's a good point. Yeah. We should, we should, we should take a step back, admire what we do, but also, you know, don't like as we, as things open up and, you know, there's, it's almost like telling me like, we got to be more empathetic. You yeah, know? I agree. I think em- empathy is a huge part of, of it all. And like trying to, uh, empathy requires you to put yourself in that person's shoes. Yeah. Right. And I think that that's a really difficult thing to do. Yeah. It actually really is. But yeah. if you can, if you're that, t- if you can push yourself to try to imagine yourself in that mm-hmm. position and you would do something different, I mean, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty. but yeah. I think, you know, you really look at the characteristics of people and we're all flawed humans. Yes, we're we nuanced. Are. We have flaws no matter what. I'm working on myself every day. Every single person does. Even the people who I love and admire the most, I know that they have their own flaws. I yeah. know that they've made mistakes and that's part of the human experience. Absolutely. And I think the human experience is what life is all about. Yeah, it really is. At least so humans. <laughs> I would say optimistically, probably something I admire in everyone. But then also on the other side, there's, you know, finding the balance. There's there's good and bad in us also. Yeah, I, I think a key would be finding alternative words. Maybe it shouldn't just be one single word of admire. Yeah. You know, there's something about others. And I don't even, I don't like the word respect either. Because that's yeah. also maybe giving too much credit. But like, there is another word out there that's a little bit lighter. Like, just imagine the words are on a scale. Yeah. And so like admire is like top tier. But yeah. then as you go all the way down to zero, there's a word where you're still giving that respect, but it's a lower level type of mm-hmm, respect. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe if we view it as a spectrum, perhaps we get a better understanding of what we, uh, who we want to be and what we, uh, what we really uh, want to have as characteristics of our own and what we do not want to have. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yes, and that was a that was an interesting conversation. It was. We kind of went all over the place. We but did, I but appreci- we brought it back, and I think it would stayed within the subject matter. Yeah, I do too. So, yeah, I think uh, thanks for listening, you guys, and I hope that you appreciate this conversation. We look forward to speaking with you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If you get a chance, please subscribe, rate, and review, and we look forward to talking to you mañana. See you then. Bye. Bye.